Welcome to The Happiness Approach. This is Pooja Anand. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's podcast show. Today, it's gonna be a little bit different. Today, I just kinda wanna hang out with you guys, chat with you guys, update you on what's been going on in my life, and just, you know, just hang out as we would friends. I wanna go into just a small social media strategy that's called Post and Ghost later on in the podcast show which is, I think, genius because it's in the theme of Halloween. And I want to talk about how small changes can make big impacts and what experts and the world's most successful people do in terms of what makes the massive change in their life happen. Now, before all that, I just wanted to sit down and talk to you guys. I know I've been kind of a flake with the podcast show. And to be honest, there's just been so much happening in my life. And I'm not using this as an excuse. I'm just letting you know what's been going on and what I've had to prioritize. I've been working on some other projects. I'm also working on around two to three ebooks right now. And I just launched one of my ebooks, which isn't really related to self-development, but it's related to donuts. And I mean, do you like donuts? That's a rhetorical question, right? I mean, everybody likes donuts. Come on. Donut holes, donuts, whatever you call them in the world. Uh, I just launched my donut recipe ebook. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I love baking and I've literally been baking since I was five years old. Back in the Easy Bake Oven days, and I used to sell my little Easy Bake Oven brownies for like three cents or five cents, and my parents just used to buy them, (laughs) but that was okay, because it still encouraged me to keep baking. So if you guys don't know what Donut Bar XO is, it's basically a small donut pop-up shop that I created on the West Coast here in Canada, and I was just baking donuts just for fun, to be honest, just for me and my partner or my fiancé, and yes, we did get engaged, so thank you to everyone who's been sending us DMs and emails congratulating us. That's so sweet, and it's about time, you guys. I mean, we've been together 13 years. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I mean, everyone's journey is totally different, and maybe in the future, I'll convince them to come on the podcast show and we can talk all about relationship advice from both our viewpoints. So that is a completely different topic and maybe that'll happen in the future. Let me know if you guys would like that. But yeah, I want to go back to the donuts (laughs) and hence why I call myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur. If you've read the about page on my website, you'll know where I stand on that. I am interested in a lot of things and a lot of the times we put this kind of box or this kind of one-liner introduction on ourselves, like, hi, I'm Pooja, I'm this, but it never worked out for me because I was always interested in like opposing things and a lot of things in my life. So I started this donut company because honestly, it was a passion project and honestly, because I was pretty much forced to by friends and family to share these vegan donuts. So Donut Bar XO is an Instagram account, basically, that I started around four months ago, I think, three months ago. And 
I just started making these donuts at home and because I am plant-based myself, they're vegan donuts and vegan or not, people would come over and just say they were like the best donuts in the world. So after a lot of pressuring from friends and family, I made it into a bigger thing than just keeping them at my house. And I started to sell them at little pop-up shops and markets and farmer's markets. And I started to sell them to, you know, cafes and boutiques and people were contacting me for catering for huge block parties and weddings and events. So it kind of blew up over the last four months and it took a lot of my time. I mean, for those of you who bake or in the food industry, you know, it is such a labor of love and true story. I literally had to go to physiotherapy because of the toll it was taking on my wrists. But long story short, it had crazy success and I created a pretty big local craze here in the West Coast of Canada. But in other news and in updates, me and my partner, we are moving to Asia. So we live here in the West Coast of Canada and we traveled to Asia for around six months last year and just absolutely fell in love, especially with Northern Thailand and Southeast Asia. And we do a lot of traveling and we're usually not in one place for a long time. So it was really sad for me to close up this kind of like side project and donut pop-up shop that I started. And I figured, well, what's a way I can still kind of share those donuts with people and in a way where anybody can have access to making them worldwide. So that's where I thought about a recipe ebook. So I just launched that around two days ago, I believe. Yeah, two or three days ago, and it's completely live. And right now it's on for just 10 Canadian dollars. So I think that's like $7 US or something. And it's on the website donutbarxo.com. So it's D-O-N-U-T-B-A-R-X-O.com. So if you or anyone you know is like donut obsessed or loves baking or is vegan and loves vegan baking, plant-based baking. And even if you're not vegan, to be honest, so many of the people who bought these donuts were never vegan. And so many people who have purchased the ebook aren't vegan. So you don't have to be plant-based or vegan. I'm just trying to include more of the demographic here and make it so that anybody literally can make these donuts. I do have a gluten-free and nut-free section in there as well. And you get 15 like cult fave donut recipes that I curated for this little donut pop-up shop business. So definitely check that out. And another update is I created like kind of like a sassy clothing line. It's called Vegan AF Clothing. And it's just basically an e-commerce clothing store that I started that has some like sassy, funny quotes and things on it. Our sweaters are our top sellers. The plant-based babe one is pretty popular. The Kalem with kindness. There's lots of just fun designs on there. So I launched that, like soft launched that, but I'm going to be going harder into that in the new year probably as well and have some other projects that I'm going to be working on and some ebooks and some hopefully online programs and some freebies and some stuff I can bring value of to your lives in the new year. And yeah, with the big move to Asia, we're literally moving in eight days. So if I've been a flake to the podcast show, I'm so sorry. But just with the launch of this recipe ebook, with vegan AF clothing, with getting engaged, and then with literally moving to Asia, it's been 
a gong show and I feel terrible for being a flake to the podcast show, but I am taking my mic and everything to Asia to podcast while I'm there. So you can expect a podcast every single Monday, give or take, hopefully crossing my fingers and sorry in advance if my voice sounds kind of like raspy in this podcast. I've been sick with the flu, but I haven't had a flu for like a year, so it's probably time. I'm just like, okay, well, it's been it's been a year. There's been times in my life this year where I'm like, I'm probably going to get sick. I mean, I was around a lot of people, you know, doing a lot of things. And so it finally happened. So I'm sick right now. But I just wanted to hop on this podcast to just update you guys on my life and let me know email me or go to the blog and just let me know if you guys like this kind of format every month or so or every two months where I just kind of update you on my life and what's going on. And another exciting thing, which I'll go way more into detail in the new year, is I'm going to be rolling out and going harder into my one-on-one coaching practice. So I'm going to be taking on new clients And it's just been so crazy busy that I haven't been taking on new clients, but in the new year, I'm definitely going to be doing that. So I do life and business strategy coaching, if you guys didn't know. So more success coaching, but I used to actually be a psychological counselor. So I do know quite a bit about you know, the psychology aspect of things. And that's actually what my degree was on. And I did research on positive psychology and health psychology. But the coaching I'm going to be rolling out, it's all detailed on the website. And I'm going to be taking on around just four new clients per month. Now that's for my normal coaching practice. And All of that information is on my website. It's just poojaanand.com. I believe my name is in the podcast artwork somewhere. It says with Pooja Anand or by Pooja Anand or something. Just my first name, my last name.com. And that's where you can see all the coaching and contact me. And, you know, we can take it from there with pricing and all that and details and what you prefer. But something exciting I'm going to actually be offering is I'm going to be selecting four people to undergo their preferred version of my coaching, so their niche version or their topic of interest on the coaching page. I do offer around four to five different types of coaching, and they're going to be selecting which one suits them best, and I'm going to be coaching them for free for two months, just as my thank you for my listeners for this podcast show. So if you want to be included in that and you want to be one of those people, then just email me at hello at poojaanand.com. And right now there is only two spots available. So I wanted to give two spots to my podcast listeners and two spots to people who follow me on Instagram and people who have reached out already to me and want to try it out because I thought what better way of influencing and impacting someone's life than doing it one-on-one. And I know I haven't been taking on a lot of clients right now because it's been so busy, but in the new year, I will be taking on more clients. So if you're interested in that, definitely shoot me an email. Okay, now all of the updates are out of the way. I am going to be just talking about something that I think is quite festive with Halloween. If you celebrate Halloween, It's called the post and ghost social media strategy. Now, this is something I'm trying to instill into my life because we all know that social media can take over our lives, especially when you're using it for business. And nowadays, too, with all the different streams and distractions happening with IGTV, with stories, with your actual posts, 
I'm not really active on Facebook at this time in my life. I'm more just into Instagram here, but you can use the strategy for any platform really. It's a very simple strategy and it kind of sounds like what you think it actually is, post and ghost. What I've been trying to do is anytime I post a story, a post, anything that I'm doing, I just post it and then I ghost it. Meaning once it's out there, like I'm off the app, I'm I'm done. Like I'm not going to click the little button where it shows me the insights, where it shows me who's looking at it. Unless you actually like tag me or DM me, I've turned all notifications off my phone because it was literally just taking up so much of my time and so much of my mental resource. And a lot of the time too, I mean, once you post it, like you, you d- you've done your best, right? Like you, it's out there. Like the amount of engagement or what you're going to get from it once you've done the hashtags, once you've done everything to optimize your post or your story, there's really no point in going back to see who's looking at it. That's more of like a feeding your ego type thing. Like, oh man, did I get more numbers? And I'm not saying knowing your numbers is a bad thing. You should know your numbers like in business, but I'm just saying if you're getting to the point, and I know some of you are very guilty of this because I was and I am still of just having social media take over your life. And if you're storing, just freaking story and then just hit post and just don't look at it ever again. You guys, it's not that serious. People like raw and people like real and people like relatable. That is what people like and that is what people resonate with. Sometimes I don't even care about the hashtags, the location, all the little things that you can do. Sometimes I just story it because I'm on a hike and I just don't even look at it. And this is just about obviously the post and ghost aspect of it. I know you have to go back and comment and engage and you have to like all the things and like all the comments that are coming in and all of that stuff. What I recommend is just setting aside an hour in your day where you do all that, or maybe just one hour in the morning, one hour at night to just respond to things, like things, comment back, that kind of thing. Setting a time limit is huge. And I find that really helps me or else I'm a zombie on my phone all day long. And then I'm not actually living my life, not actually experiencing life. I'm just existing on autopilot. And that's not okay with me. That's not the lifestyle I want to lead. And right when I started bordering that, it really got to me and I got really upset about it because that's not how I want to live. So I just want to encourage you to design a life that feels right to you and design it in a way that yes, you can still be active on social media and you can still be real and still be there and not have everything so planned and so you know perfectly curated. You can still be real and story and do things live, but you should do them and then just forget about it and then schedule in that time where you're going to be engaging with your audience, if that makes sense. I totally understand that there's a certain aesthetic, especially when it comes to Instagram and other social media channels. And if you love producing beautiful content and you love taking gorgeous photos and doing all that, hats off to you. That's amazing if that's what you're passionate about. But don't feel that you're so under pressure to not be able to post something just because it's not perfectly lit and perfectly staged. That's not always what people resonate with. And I feel like we're the problem and the solution because we expect it, but then we also give it out. You hear me? I hope you understand what I'm saying. Do you and do what you want to share and share what you want to share and do it in a real authentic way. But 
obviously still have a life while you're doing it. And this goes for people with large social media followings and small ones, because what I want you to hear too, and hear loud and clear, is that the number of followers you have, the number of engagement you have does not dictate your worth, or how good you are, or even how much money you're making. There's tons of influencers that have millions of followers that are broke, okay? And then there's people who don't even have a website or any social media at all that are super wealthy or living a very happy and fulfilled life. So don't think that social media and the numbers on that mean anything in terms of your livelihood. There's people who have a great livelihood without social media, and then there's people who have an insane amount of followers on social media, but not the actual livelihood that goes along with that. So the numbers, you guys, that does not mean you're making money, and that does not mean you're happy, because we all know social media is the edited version of our lives, and of course, we're the cause and the solution of that. And what I just want to emphasize too is that, you know, if you are super big on social media and you have a social media person that does all your social media, that goes for them too. It's just even if you're in the industry and you are a social media strategist and you're doing people's social media, understand you need to fine tune it and you need to find out a way where you can of course, live your livelihood and do that if your life is on social media, but live it in a way where it's strategic enough so that you're having a real life in between. And don't get so upset that your engagement may be going down. Understand that the algorithms are always changing. And also now with IGTV and stories and posts, and then so many other things that you can do, carousel posts, and all of that stuff, that is going to take down your your numbers on your actual posts. A lot of people are just watching stories now, you know? So that as a consumer is really hard to go by because our attention is basically extended over so many different mediums within the same platform now. And of course, no matter what you do, the priority should be your lifestyle and your livelihood and your happiness above all The ideal situation, if you are on social media and that's your job and your livelihood, would be combining that with what you love and earning your income and your livelihood from that in a real and authentic way. Something that makes you happy and something that makes you tick. That's going to help other people or that's going to leave behind something good in the world. There's obviously the business side of things and what earns us money, right? To exist in the world. But then there's real life outside of that too. So whatever you're going to do, whether that's on social media or not on social media, just keep that in mind that that should be the number one priority is our happiness and designing the lifestyle we really want to live. And if we get creative enough, you'd be surprised how much you can do when you get creative and how much you can make happen. I mean, I've met people who have completely packed up their stuff and moved across the world with children and with traditional jobs and made something out of what they were passionate about and even just went abroad and taught English or they made it work. That's just what I'm trying to say. For example, if traveling and exploring the world is something that you really want to do and that's your dream, there's always a way to make your dreams happen. You just have to make it happen and you just have to try a little bit harder to see 
how things can change for you. A lot of the times we have these mental blocks on ourselves that things have to be a certain way. We have to go to school, get married, have kids, get a job, retire and die. But that's not the case, especially with where we're at in the world today. There's an abundance of opportunities. You just have to make it that way. Opportunities are not going to lie on your door and they're not going to land on your door. I mean, you have to make them happen for yourself. All right, getting back to social media. I personally love to story because I love to like click the time button, like the little rewind button and see the scroll of all my stories. It's like a mini digital scrapbook. So that's like a big reason of why I story is because I love that it's just a scrapbook and I can be like, what was I doing March 2018? And what was I doing in 2017? So The post and ghost strategy basically is to post and then ghost it completely. Just be happy with what you've done and ghost it. And another thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast is that small changes really do make the biggest impact. And I know that sounds so basic, but it's the 1% rule. What can you do every single day that makes that 1% of a difference in your life? Because really at the end of our lives, Our entire lives are just a string of what we do in our actual days, our habits, the small changes, the small little things we do every single day to better ourselves and then continue on because that's how our brain picks up on change is that this is a really basic example, but I mean, say you want to floss more, okay? You want to floss your teeth and you aren't a flosser and your dentist is literally like, when was the last time you floss? And you're like, well, you were there for that. If that's you and you want to learn how to floss and you want to make that habit, the best thing you can do is do it today. Like make that small change today and you are primed to do that tomorrow. That's how we form habits, right? And those small changes make the biggest impact. A lot of the time, it's just these baby steps that builds the huge castle, right? You can't expect to put the roof on a house without the foundation. And this kind of goes off of my last podcast, I believe a couple weeks ago, is that the one thing that experts, successful people, the world's most successful people, people who are just like killing it in life, whatever you want to say, whoever you're looking up to that is like really going for it and things are domino affecting in their lives. And because usually that's how it happens. You do things that are authentically you and you do things that are moving you in the right direction. Everything in your life picks up after that. Isn't that true? But basically what I talked about in the last podcast, I talked about really briefly that the difference between the world's most successful people and people who aren't there yet or aren't fulfilling their dreams and aren't at that caliber is that they have extreme determination and obedience to choose one thought over another. That's it. One thought over another. And that can expand to one thing over another, one habit over another, one decision over another. Choosing one thought over another and getting masterful at that and good at that man, that is where the game is going to change for you. And yes, it takes discipline, but it can be as simple as a negative thought coming to your mind and you literally just not having it and raising the rent and kicking that negative thought out and choosing the positive alternative thought over the other. Because our ability to choose one thought over another 
eventually forms the way we think and eventually forms who we are and how we show up in the world. And that in turn dictates what we do. Think about it. Choosing the healthier option over the junk food, choosing to wake up early and not look at your phone right away versus just going straight to Instagram, choosing to meditate and take two beats and breathe instead of lashing out in anger, choosing to drink more water, choosing to think to yourself more positive thoughts than negative ones. All of that at the end of the day, stripped down to it, comes down to choosing one thought over another. And I know what you're thinking, especially when you're trying to change something, it can feel inauthentic and fake, like that's not the real you and you're fighting it. But that's not the case because if you have the best version of yourself and that's what you're working towards, that is the real you underneath all of the stuff and all of the limitations you're putting on yourself. So understand when it's hard at first to pick more positive thoughts over negative ones or to have change and to make new habits up and do different behaviors and different things in your life. That's normal. I mean, the first time you did anything, it felt kind of weird, right? And then it just became second nature. It's the same thing with choosing one thought over another. So I just want to challenge you to just be more cognizant and more conscious of the fact of what you're thinking. And If things aren't going your way, maybe try just choosing one thought over another. And we all know those thoughts that are holding us down. And we all know what replacement thoughts could be boosting us up. Think of yourself as a coach. If you were coaching a team and you were coaching them with the thoughts that you had of yourself, like, for example, if you're inhibiting yourself to try something, do something, explore something, and you're negatively speaking to yourself, would that team win? And if the answer is no, you have to be your own coach. You have to be your biggest fan. And I know, you know, being positive and optimistic, that can seem like fluffy and foo-foo, but it's really not. It's the basis of pretty much everything and why anyone achieves any goal is inspiration and motivation and optimism and believing that they can do it. So you need to have the belief in yourself and you need to be able to distinguish what thoughts you're having in your head. And if you get really good at disciplining yourself to choose one thought over another, you are going to kill it this year and in 2019. Because right now is the time to start thinking about your goals, about the next year, not the day before January 1st on New Year's Resolutions Day. I want you guys to start thinking about what you want to achieve in 2019 right now while we still have November and December ahead of us. And With that, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast show. I know it was all over the place, but I just wanted to sit down and just talk to you as I would a friend going out for coffee or tea and just chatting with them and updating them in my life. And I hope you enjoyed this format and I hope you got some sort of value out of the post and go social media strategy and just how small changes make a huge impact in our lives. Because at the end of the day, you know, our days are our lives. That's what makes it up, right? So share this episode if you found anything in here valuable. And I will definitely chat with you guys real soon next Monday. Okay, take care. Bye.
Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day to tune in to today's episode. It's something I don't take lightly and I love you for putting the effort into bettering yourself. Now, there are three things that would mean the world to me if you were at all inspired by today's show. One, if you liked this episode, then follow the one for one rule and share it with at least one friend or someone who you think would benefit from listening in today. It's my personal motto, be inspired, inspire others. Two, rate, subscribe, and review the show. It really helps me out in being discovered and in turn helps me help others, which is, of course, the ultimate goal. Three, if today's show resonated with you and you think you could help others by sharing your own personal perspective or insight, don't be shy to head on over to the blog where all the action takes place. Definitely join in on the conversation because you never know the difference you could be making on someone's day or even their life by engaging in today's topic. The blog also has some useful quotables, takeaways, and insights that I think you'll love aside from just the podcast show. Go to www.poojaanand.com forward slash blog to check it out now. That's P O O J A. A-N-A-N-D dot com forward slash blog. Lastly, it's also where you can have a say in what future episodes will be about, ask me a question, or give me suggestions. Thank you so much again for tuning into this episode, sending you big love today and always to never let your dreams stay dreams. I'll chat with you next time on The Happiness Approach.